<laughs> I plead no contest. <laughs> All right. I plead no content. That's that's how I got this podcast gig. <laughs> Tumbleweeds because it's about to get a lot more cowboy in here. Spangling up with spurs that go jingle jangle, we've got the good, Ninor. Unable to shoot fish in a barrel, we've got the bad, Donard. And riding in on a pale horse, we have the Ronin, played by a very special guest, Antonio Banderas. Hola. Hola to you too, senor. Welcome to the show, if this is your first time joining us. I am so sorry. Look how unprofessional you are. You're not even wearing clothes. This week on the show, we watched... Hadarubi no Mori, eh? What's that mean? Uh, Nina? No, no, I'm leaving this one to you. I mean, you speak Japanese now that you're picking up a phrase per week. The forest we entered that day. (laughs) (laughs) For trash, we watched Cypher, which I believe is the Japanese for... Fish. Cypher. So close. (laughs) And uh, Mob Psycho 100. Guys, please tell me what you've been up to this week, or if that's boring, tell me a shameful secret that no one else knows about you. Oh, um... That you fell asleep during the intro. (laughs) I did not. <laughs> so close, though. Yeah. Um, we filmed in an abandoned asylum in Cork. Was it the abandoned TB hospital? I think that was the I one no down idea. the way. But oh, yeah. that one's huge. That um, one's really scary because there's loads of graffiti all over the place. We also caused a fire alarm in our university. Nah, but that was my one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, 400 people all milling around outside the building that had to be completely evacuated. Why? Were you actually, like, lighting fires? No. What did you do? You're like, haha, great prank, I'm 12, pull down the fire alarm. No. We did you try the- and open a door because you're like, oh my god, I need to get outside. Close. Uh, we rented a smoke machine, which... You turned on the smoke machine next to the smoke <laughs> okay, detector. It's not actually smoke. It, it emits pretty much inert airborne particles. But airborne that's... particles are what cause smoke detectors to go off. See, in my infinite ignorance, I thought that smoke detectors detected smoke. What do you think smoke is? Uh, like gas, burnt material, anything that's gas. Superheated burnt material. Superheated. Do you know what superheated <clears throat> really means? It's like heated, but way more flamboyant. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave you in your ignorance because it's fabulous. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, that's great. I mean, smoke alarms work off like Americanium and stuff. They're, they're surprisingly complicated and they're really like the most patriotic element ever. Yeah, that's why they were. They're, they're, because of Americanium, you know, no, you're no longer allowed to call things after countries. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how was your week? Uh, mine was great. I had a free barbecue at work and there was Ooh. also free beer. Nice. And there was like live music playing and it was really good. Like, it was, like, three old dudes, and they had their bass plugged in properly so you could feel it rather than just hear it. Oh, my God. It was, how, how Crosby, Stills, and Nash have fallen. Oh, my God. It was great. Uh, you, you wouldn't think they got such a great sound out of them. And it was so perfect, but it was ruined because, at like, halfway through, after I just finished my burger and opened my second beer, they started playing Wonderwall. <laughs> but that was quickly over, and then they got back to good music, so it was nice. Then afterwards, I went to a pub quiz, and I lost horribly, because it turns out I'm not really good at general knowledge about, like, music and stuff when it's not, uh, like, Scandinavian death metal from the 90s. Which, in fairness, is a very popular topic of pub quizzes. I mean, it would be if I ran them, but if mm. I ran them, they'd probably be the worst pub quizzes in the world. <laughs> Thanks for our sponsor in Heineken for that. Or is it Carlsberg? I forget. <laughs> I I'm taking money from both sides here. I'm playing them against each other. I mean, there's always plan C. <laughs> That's what, what's known as guerrilla branding. Oh, Harambe, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> or IP. <laughs> A 
fucking hate that meme. Anyway, let's uh, let's get kicked off. Uh, what, what do we start watching first again? Ah oh, shit, yeah, you know how we do. We watch TV, so you don't have to. Shout out to Porridge. Peace. So yeah, so this show is called Haderubi no More, eh? Uh, which means... Nina? No, no, don't I asked you. Which means... The Garden of Forests. Uh, you're getting so close by getting further away. Huh. I mean, you've reached a point, like, if this is the Earth, you're on the complete opposite Wait, side no, no, of no, where no, you no, want I've to be. I've got it. Bungo Stray Leaves. No. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> we are way past that one. I think it means Ooga Booga, I'm scared of forests. I believe so, yes. Okay, so give me a rough premise of this show. Um, so this is not exactly a movie, but not exactly a show either. It's 45 minutes it's long. It's like an OVA or something. It's like an OVA, exactly. What does OVA even stand for? I don't care. I was about to... You don't, you just Original don't video animation. Gosh darn it, now you've made me care. So yeah. it's about a young girl called uh, Hotaru, who... Hotaru. Uh, Hotaru. You see, you're getting Not there. that much. It's Hotaru. Hotaru. <laughs> Well, you just said it the, both of the ways I just said it. Nope. One after the other. Nope, we don't even have Which proof one is that she it? ever is it said Hotaru it. Hotaru or Hotaru? No, it's that one. Ah! Okay. Okay, just one of those. I'm going to probably flip between them because I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, so Hotaru goes to her uncle's farm every summer, or I think it's a farm. It's certainly a country house. Yeah. I think and it's just in the country. It's, it's not a house a in the country. Well, they have like crops and stuff growing. Yeah. Is that, is that what makes a farm a farm? Crops? I'm not sure. I mean, my, my, my friend said that her dad does what's known as farmering, which is when you have all the stuff to farm, but you don't actually get your hands dirty and just wander around being like, hmm, this place is mine. <laughs> so so, just... so, to, dis- so dis- to distinguish it from actual farming, which involves really hard work and long days for many, many months, they call it farmering. Oh, that's great. Hey, what are you doing? I'm squatting on fertile soil. <laughs> I'm acting like a farmer without doing any actual work. Um, so, so she goes to this house every summer and she seems to be more or less by herself out of in the wilderness so she spends all her days hanging out in the forest and one day when she's quite young I'd say actually um, that's the first time she's in the forest she's seven years old she's visiting her uncle for the first time she goes off into the forest to wander around gets lost and then she's there crying when she hears a voice talking to her and it's like kill your family <laughs> yeah, yeah not quite and that was the first time she heard the voices uh, no so it's uh, this strange man in a Cat mask. I thought it was a... Fox mask. Yeah. A white fox? Yeah, yes. that's oh, Japanese wow. for you. Or, I mean, that's Japan for you, even. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it was a cat. Um, you've so you've seen um, all the pictures of uh, Baby Metal. They always wear those fox masks. True, actually, that is true. That's where you need and to pull information from. And they've also got the cool hand, single, ha- hand signal. Uh, so it's a, so a, white, a white fox mask, and uh, he basically... He says, hi, you know, hello. And she... <laughs> wait, wait, slow she's down. A, she's upset. She sees him and goes, oh my God, another human being. I'm saved, more or less. And like charges at him and then promptly gets whacked in the head with a stick. Not quite. He steps out of the way the first oh, time. He steps out of the way and she falls down. But she does get hit. So yes. this, this, Later on. this show is all about hitting kids. Yes. Not really. Well, that was a pretty heavy theme. No, it was a It was a heavy of, theme. No, it was a heavy um, stick. She charges at him. He steps out of the way, explains that if she touches him, he basically dies. He disintegrates so, like he's a ghost? Yeah, not quite. He's a, um, he's, he used to be human, became a yokai, and you, because of the power of the mountain god, and if another human being touches him, he will disintegrate and disappear because magic 
Yes. So what you're telling me, this guy is the motherfucking Babadook. <laughs> Essentially. Okay. It's like the Babadook meets Pyokai Mongo. What? Oh! <laughs> that took me so long to get. I'm like, what the hell kind of game is that? <laughs> a terrible game. <laughs> I'd love to see that as an actual knockoff. You wander in the forest and trying to make a friend for life. Uh, but so- poor seven year old Hotaro doesn't really get the whole no touchy thing. So she ke- keeps charging at him, and eventually he's forced to knock her over the head to stop her from doing that. True. And uh, so eventually the two become fast friends. And year after year, Hotaru returns to visit her uncle and hang out in the forest with Gin. And basically, they have lots of adventures in the forest together. Uh, all the other forest-dwelling yokai sort of... They don't necessarily disapprove of the friendship, but they're constantly warning Gin that, like... You Careful, should... she's a, she runs in a bad crew. Yeah, like, she will try and make you smoke cigarettes. Watch out, she's a human. Like, if you guys touch each other at all, then you're going to disappear. Um, but more or less that they, they, they go through the years having lots of fun and she is going through her own life changes you know she's she's growing up she goes through elementary school middle school oh school I know but we don't see that much of school do we see any of it I remember yes. a couple of scenes I'm going to have to universally pan this as a show <laughs> um, but hold on hold on I thought you, w- you were watching School Rumble and liked it shut up this comes later in the show when we talk about shame again yeah okay. when we bring up shame <laughs> there's, been a, there's been a distinct lack of shame in the show and I want to bring it back yeah let's, just, let's just be worse human beings and broadcast it to the I'm bringing shame back to the radio and <laughs> um, so there is a fabled and rumoured spirit festival that occurs in this forest once a year. Um, so it's body and soul where you do all the drugs and listen to music? Essentially, except everyone's a ghost. Well, it's not a ghost, but a spirit. It's basically just a summer festival um, set up by the yokai to imitate the human summer festivals. So I'm guessing it's like a festival here. So how do ghosts take ketamine? Um... I mean, in the Japanese regular way. festivals are not the same as music festivals. Mm. What? Wait, so it's not telekinetic picnic? Not, <laughs> telekinetic picnic. Not quite. I mean, there's a festival on uh, where I live tonight, and it's it's an Irish Was festival. There? I wish. Ah. Uh, it's just a, it's a Kaylee, so it's just going to be really, really big. They close down the roads. You eat far too much food, get drunk, and dance. That's what we do. Nice. Is that is that a Japanese festival? Uh, you get to wear your best kimono and act festival. politely. Actually, I don't even think it's a festival. We're just closing down the road to do it. Yeah. It seems almost like what sort of the state fair is in the States. It's like, except for obviously much more Japanese. But, <laughs> Slow know, down. They're, they're, like they're, they, they set up tons of stalls and there are really like, pretty lights and everyone dresses up. Let's put it this way. Anyone who has seen a, a couple of anime will have seen this kind of festival because it's a trope in every OVA well yeah. I can they honestly tell you to, to, to see the fireworks which happen basically at the end of said I can honestly festival. tell you I've never seen a single anime <laughs> I'm really calling, I'm, yes, calling my... I'm looking at you straight in, in the eyes with my heart bare <laughs> okay uh, Ronan <laughs> a truth teller to the end I don't claim to be a prophet of truth I just am one on the other hand I'm naming my autobiography Baths and Festivals <laughs> Baths and Festivals uh, 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 things uh, uh, I never take the subtitle is A Life Poorly Lived <laughs> um, so back to the story yes so yeah, where did we go even though they can't touch each other Gin and uh, Hotaru are clearly falling for one another Really? And yes. as the I knew she was falling for it. Anime reaches its end. Needless to say, there is a few. There are a few tear-jerking moments, and uh, it all is pretty punchy. I mean, yeah, it I gets mean, to the point pretty quick. The dog dies. 
Ronan. Oh, also, there's a dog. Way to spoil the dog arc. Oh my god, if they had dogs in this, it'd be like perfect. Yeah. Less dog. No, less school, more dogs. I feel like we've more or less given a pretty decent summary of what's involved with this. So. By the end, the ghost gets touched by, like, another human being and then disappears. Uh, yeah, Basically, well, that is what happens at the end. Basically, two children, human children, ended up seeing the festival, went there, not knowing that it was set up by spirits. And as they are on their way home, one of them trips and automatically he's he reaches out to help to grab him so he doesn't fall. Yeah, and what a jerk. Then Kids realizes, mm. crap, that creature that I thought was a spirit was actually a human. Delighted. And now I'm going to disintegrate. But what it also means is that now I don't have anything to lose. For the next so six I, seconds. So yeah. I can hug the girl I love. Finally. Yeah, after after, like, seven after crushing years. seven years of knowing them, they <laughs> hug and he dies. Wow. Yes. I felt so good after that. What but, a you know, hero. I could, have, I could have just not had the hug and still felt the same way. He finally escaped the friend zone. Then basically... <laughs> <laughs> He's actually my on-screen hero. <laughs> All the spirits thank Hutaro for being there for him and for, you know, giving... Uh, Gain what he yearned for, which is human touch. Oh, you're gonna say uh, death and go, wow, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> no, the human touch thing. Um, and yeah, that, that's where it ends. Okay, all right, let's start off with something we don't normally do, which is hate. Really? You, did you hate it? No, but I, I, I wanted you to start off with hate. Why? Because. Because you want to go, no, I am the better person. Because My opinion is it right. It would be nice wrong. to end our reviews okay. with a little bit of love. For okay. Once. So let's start with hate. It was really boring. Yeah? Yeah, nothing happened. I thought it was sweet. They went to school. <laughs> there weren't any dogs. The amount of disdain with which you say the word school. Oh my god, this, this is 45 minutes of bumbling around going, has anyone seen my keys? Yeah. So you didn't enjoy the art style? No. You didn't enjoy the plot style? No. Your lifestyle? I mean, that's my choice, and it determines my death style. <laughs> yes, that's the lyric I was searching for. Nice, nice to um, Fantastic. We listen to the same music. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, that's some pretty strong hate. It's just specific? so apathetic. Nothing managed to hook me into it. I'm going like, oh, great, there's two characters. Uh, mm, okay, they're kind of nonchalantly going, yeah, you know, we're slowly interacting, starting to build things up next year. And then next year, yeah. and then come back next year. Very special guest next year. Yeah, uh, it's just it's moving really slowly. They're pulling apart from like you could just focus on stuff and have like over the whole summer have them kind of interact. Yeah. You couldn't just have the aging part go through then. I thought like you just make her I don't know seventeen or something and just have it that way. So you think it would have been better served as a longer film or? Uh, yeah, 45 minutes is a pretty hard uh, time frame to do anything in, and I don't think they did anything in it. <laughs> okay, noted. Uh, Nina, got anything you want to... Um, there was nothing specifically that I hated. Um, nothing specifically I liked? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. Um, however, I agree that it would have been nice if it had been a little bit longer, so they could have gotten into a little bit more detail and just put a bit more story in there. Mm, a bit yeah. of story in there. There was story. Mm. 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 It, like it was a slow paced um, kind of slice slice of lifey thing but I mean it was nice yeah okay. but it would have been nice to have a little bit more story yeah, yeah. I mean I would rather you know eat for a day rather than starve <laughs> Donald um, do you have any hate do I, I I don't have too much hate to give about this actually because I quite quite enjoyed it but I do think it would have served um, 
it would have done a much better job had it been longer because you would have felt more invested in the characters. Although I thought I thought for the brief running time the characters were actually quite well drawn. I also liked. Um, oh, sorry, this is love. Uh, no, what did I? <laughs> this uh, is the Ministry sorry. of Love. What did I hate? Um, yeah, we didn't really get to know. I would have liked to get to know Gene a little bit more. I mean, we got a bit of his backstory, but I'm a weird guy who wears a fox mask and talks to seven year old girls while lost yeah. in the forest. Also, the fact that the forest was full of spirits. We didn't see them all that often. They didn't figure all that much in the plot. They just kind of stuck their heads in every now and again to go like, watch out, Gin. Like, you know, you never know. She might touch you at some point. But <laughs> Careful, Gin. Or Gin, don't let the woman touch you. Yeah, exactly. Now, show me on this doll exactly where she did touch you. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing else specifically apart from that. Maybe the art style could have been a little bit more adventurous. It was bland. It was it was pretty middle of the road. It was, it was fine. It was nice to look at at times. Other times, it just washed right over me. So, yeah, I... That's that's all I got for hate. Now let's let's do out some love. Have you got anything? Um, I'm glad it wasn't an hour. <laughs> does that count as love? Um, I suppose it was one very or, lovely. There was one or two things I kind of liked. It was mm. just like the the actual scenes where you see the spirits in the forest mm. and they go from like one of them is just a fucking giant arm coming out of a tree. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I wasn't really expecting that. It's it's different yeah the animators get to draw whatever the hell they want now so fuck you can get some very stupid creative choices here but it was nice and subtle enough yeah. even though like the, the spooky ghost was just a black blob going ooh <laughs> guess what's scary being an adult with a mortgage <laughs> and actually I'm sure that is terrifying I, I of it. couldn't imagine how awful that is the only thing more terrifying about life is having to live it yeah definitely I think there were little hints of uh, spirited away in some of those some of those designs and the little young girl in the forest finds weird stuff yeah, that's every I'm gonna like, disagree with you on that one mm, that's gonna be every Ghibli film ever like young child finds something strange in the forest <laughs> true actually yeah 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 but it was uh, quite wistful yeah um yeah Nina you got any love yeah um I thought it was a really sweet story um nerd yeah yeah that's <laughs> a fact uh I thought I'd there were a couple of moments in between that I really enjoyed. Um, at the start, it was um, there was a scene where it was meant to be really, really hot, and you can see the f- the, f- the flimmer that happens on like is a that hot what you surface. Call that? Probably not, but it's I like it. I'm going to start using it a lot now. Absolutely chuffed avenue word. Cool. <laughs> yeah, chuffed. So there's this flimmer above this, the the concrete where it's really hot, and it was it was nice to see that. Um, oh, it's so hot here as well. It's yeah. awful. Mm. The, the, I, I can empathize with those people. I am equally as uncomfortable as they are. We're in the depths of summer here in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, usually we don't have a summer, but now it's like, hey, you get to live on the surface of the sun for a week. <laughs> I think the death scene was nicely done too. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was... I wish it was faster. <laughs> it was very fast. He, he suffered and I suffered watching this. No, he didn't. <laughs> But um, then there was a, a bit in the festival where you've got a two-headed uh, um, festival One of those creature. guys pretending to be like a horse. Yes, like oh, with, with two people in there. Um, and, and the guy and, and, in the and, back. And, and obviously, you know, one guy in the back, one guy in the front. Yeah, it's meant like to be a, a guy riding a bull stuff, or something. Except that it goes wrong and then the yoka comes out and turns out that the, the, the human part of it was actually the fake part which, yeah. which I thought was kind of nice oh that, that made me laugh so much actually I wasn't expecting well I wasn't expecting it to be done as well as it was 
Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. That got me good. That was funny. Got you right in the in the kisser. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and Are you using like sixties slang to try and express yourself yeah, now? Forties. I'm gonna punch you right in the blinkers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um so this was yeah, like really, really sweet. I thought it was nice. His reasoning why he wore the mask um was I'm ugly. Yeah, no, it wasn't because he was. It wasn't like a Phantom of the Opera style situation where it wasn't your face no. is hideously disfigured. He, I thought it was. He was actually quite a, a handsome young man. I really nope. loved the way his eyes were drawn. Hmm. Yeah, they look nice. Yep. And um, the reason he wore the mask was because he was abandoned as a child in the forest, and he was just crying and crying and crying. And then the I have yokai, a question. If I took off the mask, would it be very painful? You're a big guy. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a minute. Um, so the yoga don't know what to do and they just take this mask and put it on the screaming child and all of a sudden the child stops crying. Because the child is dead. And all of a sudden the child is laughing and then the mountain spirit, mountain god, mountain spirit. Mountain god. Mountain god. Casts a spell whereby the child, I guess, dies. isn't going to die anymore, but no, also it's, becomes it's a ghost. very fragile. He's a ghost. He's not a ghost. He's not a ghost. Total ghost. He's kind of more of a... I'm not sure if there's a, a specific word for what he is. He becomes a kind of yokai himself. A kind of spirit. Not ghost. Because there is a very clear distinction. Because mm. ghosts are spooky. Like he doesn't make any pottery at all during this movie. <laughs> what? I mean, that's all ghosts ever do. I know, so he's not a ghost. The only time you ever hear like like uh, screams and hollers at the back, it's never from ghosts. It's from goddamn foxes fucking in the back garden. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so ghosts are actually very nice and get rid of foxes. Um, but I thought that was I thought that was really nice that everyone in the forest cared for him, and you got that sense that whenever whenever the guy chimed in, that yeah, that they were they were almost like his aunties and uncles. Was that the first person? Or was that the only person just begging for a forest fire? Probably. I was just like, oh, it's full of ghosts. You can't burn ghosts. Let's just burn down the forest. <laughs> that is flawless logic, right hey, there. Hey, you ever watch Animals of Farthing Wood? It warps you as a sense of storytelling. It changed me. It really did. That show was horrific, and it was for children. Mm. Like the like a lot of characters just die horrifically. Oh God. Yeah, it was. I watched it as a kid, and like there was that whole thing that they had a the big animal for them was a white stag. Mm. Within two episodes of you seeing the white stag, it gets poached. Oh my god. It's heartbreaking, and it made me the cynic man I am today. <laughs> you are quite cynical. Mm. Um, anything else that I really enjoyed about this? Let me think. Just mm, partly questionable, but also partly endearing was the fact that she, I guess she met Gideon when she was so young, and then the relationship developed over a number of years he was never like creepy or anything like that so it was so fine. you're saying he was grooming her no I don't want to say I don't I was even though I was thinking that at times I don't think he actually was grooming her they, they actually had a genuine friendship that once she became of age suddenly blossomed into something else so you're saying he took advantage of her hormones no uh, she took advantage of her own hormones I don't think she was, was confused by no. a man who was a ghost I don't think anyone was taking when do they make pottery else. together pardon when do they start making pottery never together never because he died so also close. not a ghost Rona we've been through this okay I forgot um, you know certain aspects of their, their friendship like they were never holding hands but uh, they would be holding on to either end well, of a twig they or a couldn't stick. hold hands because they weren't married yet yeah no, and also would it would died. kill him oh well I mean marriage is what kills you inside every day yeah it was probably an analogy for marriage <laughs> <laughs> not um, even close uh, you know it's, it, in parts I thought it was an interesting analogy for 
online dating or really? long distance dating because they they cared about each other so much but they could they couldn't actually interact interact yeah. I would have thought it was someone who was just really sick with like a weak um, immune system like maybe yeah, but very it's not early like on can't, AIDS it's not or something like you can't physically touch that person well I mean unless you, they've got like a super contagious disease you're gonna make them real sick just if you have regular like diseases and like a yeah. cold or something well that's probably just, another scenario that you could apply it to yeah Reminds um, me of uh, Mass Effect. What's what's the one's name? The Quarry and Tally. Oh, sorry. Tally. Yeah, reminds me of that. Yeah. It's not a bad shape. Um, so that was... Oh, Hatarubi no Mori. Is that right? No. Oh, I think it's, I got it right. It's actually called Dance Dance Revolution. Shit. I, no, I was no. so close. You got it right. And to finally answer your question from earlier, the English title is Into the Forest of Fireflies. I'm glad uh, we got that at the end of it. So yeah. let, let's wrap up with a couple of scores. Scores. Uh, you guys can go first. All right, I'll start off because m- mine's actually pretty high. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this for what it was. It was nice short form, but I got kind of invested in the characters a little. It was very sweet, so I'm giving this a seven. Yeah, I'm going with the same. Wow, you guys are being really kind. This gets like a five from me. Five? Slap bang average? Oh, yeah. There was nothing good or bad about it. It was like chewing gum, and I kind of was hungry. <laughs> it lost its flavor after a while. Yeah. All right. I'm not, that's, that's fine. Two sevens and a five. Yeah, that makes numbers. Uh, to Ruby no Morier. Watch it eh. if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we should say that after everything uh, we watch. Watch it or don't. Mm, I mean, <laughs> that's the only choice you have. Um, but How now, terrifying is that? You are so small. You only have one choice of watch it or don't. It's a binary choice. <sighs> but you know what's something we never have a choice about? Watching trash. I must somehow make sense of our convoluted situation. Anime belongs in the trash. So, I have to take full responsibility for this week's trash. Fuck you, Deputy Stone. This is... That is most of parliamentary language. This is something that I've been waiting to watch ever since we first got into the trash game. It constantly gets brought up. It's got a reputation similar to Bison Wild, but apparently for completely different reasons. This came out in, like, 1989 or something like that. It's Cypher. Cypher is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Absolutely, yeah. It probably is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not even a show. I mean, it wasn't even good like the trash I pick. I want to give you guys the plot summary from my anime list. There is no plot summary. There is no plot. There is no plot. (laughs) It's a slideshow. Yeah, but but I, I want to read it to you just so you know how intricate the plot really should have been. This show was like one step above a PowerPoint presentation. So here, this is the summary of, of Cypher. Two brothers are in the spotlight. One, a movie star making a football movie. <laughs> the other, a musician who occasionally goes to school to cover for his sibling. <laughs> what will destiny bring them? <sighs> that is the synopsis. What it effectively amounts to is five music videos with some horrifically dubbed dialogue in between. Like, this isn't, a, like, a show based off of a manga. This is, like, something you'd watch after you've read the entire manga and has no storytelling <laughs> capabilities it, at all. It's a fan video kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, what, what was weird about it was that the music was actually pa- popular songs, like Footloose, um, Phil Collins was in Against there, Against All Odds by Phil Collins. There was so much <sighs> big music in this, I could see why they didn't have any money to pay writers or animators. But Ronan, they weren't the original recordings. They were... Terrible, terrible cover version sung by some people called the Thompson Twins. I thought you had to pay for licenses and stuff. <laughs> he, the guy couldn't even hit the notes in against but all But I mean, you wouldn't download a song. <laughs> I know, and I haven't in years. And hopefully people listening to this won't download our podcast. <laughs> I really hope not. 
It was very bizarre because I could totally understand the opening montage. Oh, we're in New York. We need. Oh, you mean, 1980, the, ten, you mean the ten minute montage? Yeah, we're in New York. We need to show twenty five shots of the Twin Towers and have our main character wandering past yellow cabs and famous buildings like the Chrysler Building and the Empire State Building. I, I mean, you're gonna need to have three minutes of that to establish the fact that it's in New York. I actually wouldn't both have known main it. characters because we can't tell them apart. Oh, because they're twins, so they look identical. I wouldn't have known they were in New York if it wasn't for the Twin Towers. Okay, well, thank God you got at least thirty shots of the Twin Towers. Yeah, but like but, the yellow cabs, I'm like, yeah. Probably Rome. <laughs> but once that opening montage ended, I kind of expected, you know, there to be some dialogue and story and characters. But but no. no, the song just ended and then another song started and it was a completely different style of music video uh, for a song called something like, Let's hear it for the boys! <laughs> oh my god, that's it! I need that song yeah, in my yeah. life. Here's to the boys! It was it was brilliant. This is why I need we Mendes got, we, the musical. We got to see sexy teens play basketball. We kind of got this clipped version of a romance between a young girl and one of the Cypher twins. I, I got no the idea. feeling that that was like part of a movie. Ah. Like, that wasn't actually like real life, but it was on set like doing a scene for a movie this is like a weird yeah. show it feels like imagine like there's uh, a big show about a family like well, let's say like the Brady Bunch or whatever it's, yeah. a, it's a big family this is like you viewing things from the neighbor's perspective permanently <laughs> because you never see what's happening with the main story you're just kind of watching it from the sidelines going huh that looks nice I'm gonna go to bed I think what this was trying to do was sort of do like a behind the behind the music or a Behind the laughter. Or VH1 All Access or something. I think it was tr- trying to be... Was this a breakaway? Like, was this the first big, like, okay, this is kind of the making of, and this is a fan video, but this is fan videos when they started back in 89. Yeah, it, it's it's really janky. It's a stupid AVI with music put behind it, with clips from your yeah. favourite show. The voice acting is so bad, you can barely understand what people are saying. It's one take, one take only. One take, one because take Because they only. are proper artists, yeah. like us. So Shiva is the name of one of the twins and the Steven Spielberg character who is directing the movie called Tough Win or what is it again? Uh, Winning Tough. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is the movie about American football. He's like, Football is a sport. Yeah, football is a sport. Shiva was the best actor. I he could. He was great. And then I saw him hold a football once, and I believed it. I really like playing football. It's I really it's I play it every day. (laughs) What? Have you ever played football before, Shiva? No, but I'm an actor. He did a lot of laughing to himself. Don't forget when, like, uh, it's a little later on, like, when he's getting interviewed, like, some people, like, they call me, like, teen star, idol, idol, prodigy, prodigy. uh, deity. (laughs) I got a lot of names. Ha ha ha. The uh, voice acting was so bad. I thought that was probably the best aspect of this. It, it was, the was best. so bad. The audio was so much better than the visual. Yeah. Everything was just so bad. I can actually see your soul escaping your body as you say this. <laughs> we, yeah, we, did a, we need an exorcism, but we're not watching Mob Psycho 100 for another few minutes. <laughs> um, so, essentially... So Wait, yeah, why we, would we need an exorcism to put her soul back in her body? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Damn. I got that totally twisted. Mm. Um, what we got after our opening two music videos was some what could have been candid scenes from the lives of the Cypher Twins or uh, just pure interviews and footage from some making of this movie Tough Winning, which... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, like a, it was like a play it was with a play in it. Pin down. But what you need to know is that the, the twin brothers have an incestuous relationship. 
Yeah, what was with that? Uh, yeah. So right after, in, in an interview, Shiva is asked, is asked, so, what was your mother like? And then it, we cut to this sort of West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys style song. And we see the two twins sort of brooding around the city. And then all of a sudden they start kissing. Well, it's just once on the lips. Uh, well, one of them is sick in bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then later on they wake up together in the same double bed. Well, they are twins. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's allowed. That, so that de- came out really I mean, that wrong. is so defeatist. It's you like, might as well be the I same mean, person if you're a twin. No, at no, this see, point, my, my, of course, <laughs> they're involved. They're yeah, twins. I mean, your genetic variations will be so minor, you're basically the same person. So oh, it's not God. really kissing, it's just making out with yourself. No, mm. no, my point about them waking up in the same bed is are more like... Are you saying twin lives matter too? They do, actually. <laughs> but that's... A whole different thing. Um, my point there is just twins are weird. Yeah, what? Yeah, you see, that's what you're trying to say. You're trying to say twins are weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you see, you now you have it. Segment over. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was. This weird. isn't a platform for your hate speech. To say twins. the least, it was very strange. This was definitely like there was nothing in this. It was just scenes and audio shoved into a lens and then just thrown to people but the weirdest part about it was after that second to last music video we got (laughs) we got one more tiny interview segment and then then we got Phil Collins against all odds again but the the very last scene was about 40 seconds long that was like the actual film they were doing so we thought we thought oh finally the intro sequences are over we get to there's about 20 minutes left in the the show we get to watch some actual story so uh, one of the guys whose name is I think Jake wakes up and then his other twin Cypher comes in no Shiga comes comes in and uh, says good morning then the two kiss and stop shuddering like that it's them, making me feel really and uncomfortable and then one of them asks what the other wants for breakfast and they walk into the kitchen and then you hear some sounds of breakfast being made and then it's credits and we get to hear Phil Collins against all odds for a third time that 40 seconds was probably worth the 20 minutes I spent getting to that 40 seconds <laughs> so weird I just realised what their relationship reminded me of um, Hikaru and, and Kaoru from, from Oran High School Slow. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, about right. Except more ostensibly, definitely involved with each other. <laughs> yes. As you both say, Hikaru and Kaoru, they always manage to keep it like at least lightly suggestive. <sighs> um, yeah, so then we were wondering why there was 15 minutes of additional runtime after the credits had rolled. <laughs> I, I kept just wiggling the mouse to see. Okay, how far has it gone in the bar yet? Is it is it two thirds yet? Is is it over? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was forty minutes of this. Every time, forty minutes. Every time I checked to see how fast the second the seconds were passing, they steadily got slower. After watching this absolute dumpster fire for about a half an hour, we got an extra fifteen minutes of the making of immediately afterwards. But it's weird. It's like a behind the scenes thing done. Sometimes by the characters, sometimes by like the actual production of the show. And the guy who's doing the voiceover sounds so uninterested. He's like, and then we went to New York because we wanted to do MTV interview style. 
and we were really influenced by like music videos. Chad so did the voices. A lot of music we recorded videos. all the dialogue first and then did the show. He was really talented. Oh my god! Like there are so many. And like, then at the end, it's just I love how it's like it's just like uh, watching a film get made, but it's also like watching a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> right afterwards, there's like a ten minute interview in Japanese. Here's where we, we did the wrong skipped. thing first, and then we did further things that were also wrong, and then we rushed it at the end. Yeah. I'm not very happy to be in this. My name is Otto Vocus. It was... Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised people put their names to this. Did you guys manage to pick out any magical moments? I managed to fall asleep. <laughs> I'm already almost asleep anyway, so yeah, no. Um, there was one moment when they were doing some sort of apparently candid sort of public interviews with with uh, people on the street with the general population Billy on the street about Sh- about Shiva the actor and so some most of them were just I love Shiva no it was Shiva's the, great it was I'm the, not interested it was the girls going I really like him he's cute and the guys going not interested <laughs> yeah but then one at the end goes I love Shiva I've seen all his movies can I to meet him <laughs> <laughs> something like that <laughs> so you know yeah can you help me meet him no it, no that's too coherent oh yeah You'll let me meet him? I think that was it. Maybe to maybe you let me meet him? Or yeah. something something along that. It's definitely like, I've never actually said this in real life. I've only seen it written down and I can't speak the language. <laughs> it was pretty poor. I mean, I can't speak the language, but... Oh, I forget. I but forget that this. booty don't need explaining. That's it, yeah. That's the pull I'm going for. I don't even know what song that is. Um, All I know is there's a sick... There's a sick... Is it saxophone or trumpet solo? I believe it's a sax. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 pretty bad. Any final thoughts on Cipher? Let's watch it again. Never. Next week on Trash, we watch Cipher. <laughs> no, again. no. I'd love if we turn this into a podcast where we watch Cipher once a week forever. Oh my god, not not just for a year. <laughs> no, forever. I know what I said. <laughs> Hybrid that shit. You would know every single note of Against All Odds by Phil Collins by week three. Oh, and you get to like when when that guy's voice just can't hit the notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because coming back to me. Is against all odds. Yeah, R.I.P. Was, headphone users. I know they've already ripped in pepperonis many times on this recording. <laughs> it's it's been, it's been beating quite a lot. I mean, the jokes on them. They listen to it anyway. Yes, indeed. All right, moving swiftly off topic. Okay, have you guys seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it. What do you think of it? I thought it was really good. Oh, good. Have you seen it? Either? I have. Yeah. And. Eh. Um, it was entertaining to watch once. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to watch it again. Uh, it bothered me too much. All the things they cut out. that made They cut the, out? There were, were a lot of things they cut out that uh, made the story less co- cohesive. Okay. So it's um, just, it feels really ragged, like they had to cut things yeah. out for runtime. Well, also, the there, there was only one character that I actually liked. And it was not stereotypical villain number 14. Oh, I love stereotypical villain arcs. I, I actually I, thought 14 put in a pretty good performance. 15 was no. generic as hell. <laughs> the thing is... No. Uh, I mean, when Chris Pine... Uh, no, Chris Hemsworth did it. That that was good. Mm. But everything before that was a bit... Eh. Yeah, I get that. No, I mean, it wasn't my favorite. I probably wouldn't watch it again. I would probably watch it one more time. But I, I yeah, it was like a solid three-star movie. That's fine. There, there were quite a lot of big laughs in it. And then some jokes that didn't land. It, ah. it was nice to see all the throwback uh, references. That mm. was done really well, I thought. Oh, it wasn't forced. It was no, just kind of slowly thrown in ingrained to it. It, well, it worked really well, I, I thought. Except for the Bill song. Murray. Oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah. The oh, song. God. There was a song. They, You're they, really they, selling they, it here for me. The, the Ghostbusters song. 
Oh, I haven't licensed that. No, Fallout Boy did the Fallout Boy cover. Yeah, it's pretty. Fallout Boy are in this film. It's absolutely horrific. That sounds great. No, they're not in the film. They just did. They just one night and one more goes. Thanks for the busting, even if it wasn't so great. Song wasn't so great. There's also there's also a rap verse by Missy Elliott, and she's not even phoning it in. She's like faxing it in. It's like it's like oh no oh no there's a ghost. Oh no! Gotta make some toast. It's just. Are like, you serious? It's the worst. The rhyming is absolutely terrible. I mean, I am a stickler for my good rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's pretty bad. Biggie's the best rapper alive. Well, was Holtman was a great character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agree with that. So overall, you'd say eh, or overall, I would say actually go and see it. It's a good, solid Paul Feig movie. If you enjoyed. I don't know Bridesmaids or any of those kind of movies I didn't really enjoy what? Bridesmaids that much there's no? no connection there other than that it's the female characters director yeah writers but, yeah but in terms of humor <laughs> in terms of the story there's no connection oh there's no connection plot wise but the style of humor is the same eh uh, uh, well I, I, I don't really like I consider that. that to be Paul Feig Paul Feig style yeah, and also Kristen Wiig is in both I didn't really like the first Ghostbusters mm. films that much I thought yeah, they were fine I, think they're, I, I liked they were enough, after my time I have fonder memories of two than I do of one but that's only because I've seen two more I think we had on a VHS or oh two wasn't mm. two wasn't great um, I remember liking it quite a lot actually well, that's because you have terrible taste that's probably true mm. um, but I would say go and see it if you get the chance was there I'd a third Ghostbusters worth... film no ah yeah. I'd say it's worth seeing it yes once. there was it's the one you saw uh, oh. It was a trick question all along. But now you've solved my riddle of trick question. <laughs> you are a modern day Cheshire cat. Mm. Mm. Okay, so will we dip into some now playing? And now the news. And by news, I of course mean currently airing anime. But first, here's Donald with a shit post forecast. Alright, so this was the second episode of our now-playing anime for this season, Mob Psycho 100. Yeah, it just kicked off, what, a week and a half ago or something? It did indeed. Uh, so we're keeping right up to date on this puppy, and this seems to be the one to watch for this season. Yeah, it's made by the guys who made One Punch Man, so if you like that, yeah, check it out. We really enjoyed it last week. Oh my god, last week was so much fun. I really we were, enjoyed it this week too. And, and I have to say, I also thoroughly enjoyed it this week. So what happened this week? Um, so this week was definitely getting more into the school. School, yes. I I feel, I feel like it started off on a real uh, double barrel, all guns blazing sort of plot. Double last barrel, week. all guns. So yeah. one gun, both barrels. Both. All Could you use better metaphors? Gun please? barrels blazing, all of them at the same time. Whereas this week was a uh, much more understated story about the tele- the telepathy club in school. Who were about to be dissolved because they lost. You need five members to. You need five members to actually count as a club in school and get a room and get a room. So they lost their fifth member, and immediately the vice president of the student council shows up and says, "Sorry, the scariest guys. guy who's been in the show so far. He, he just is, so intense. Yeah, you don't want to make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry." Uh, every time we see him, we get like these awesome close-ups of his face in massive detail, mm. um, and his seething anger. You can actually see the screen shimmering with rage. Oh, they do the animation so well in this. Yeah, 
The faces are just superb. And he is not impressed by the telepathy club. He thinks they're complete slackers and losers. As they are. everyone in the entire school. All they ever hear is, yeah, we don't want to join you. You're creepy. So no. All they do is eat, like, eat junk and play video games, which is bo- most of my adult life now. Yeah. that mo- The montage when they're looking for a fifth, desperately looking for a fifth member is properly had me laughing because you, you're creepy you, so no yeah that's creepy so no gets said about like, three or four times and it's, it's very very funny more than that more than that probably like seven or eight um, and then people other girls ask you are there hot boys <laughs> yeah. you know well I get to meet hot girls <laughs> it's very very funny um, so, so needless to say Mob, who we know to be extremely unassuming, is part of the Going Home Club, which is not actually a club, but it just describes people that go home right after school instead of participating in after school activities. I, I was one of those kids in school because I was like, I could stay, I could stay here and study. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. You want me to play sports on a Wednesday? Nah, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> like chronically forever. Sorry, I have a bad case of uh, being a legend. <laughs> of the I don't cares. Oh. I broke all of my bones. You have? <laughs> did you have too many to begin with? No. Oh, then. It was a terrible. very serious condition. Um, so, so uh, Mob... Is is sort of chosen by the telepathy club to be their savior because they know he doesn't he doesn't already belong to any clubs. So they try and convince him to join, but this of course goes against Reagan's uh, nice cushy little situation. Ronald Reagan. No, no. Funnily enough, once again I interject with the same joke as last week, <laughs> and as you will for the coming. Ten weeks. I just need to know, is the ghost of Ronald Reagan ever going to make an appearance? No. The saviour of America and hero of economics of the modern age? <laughs> no. Um, I don't Ooh, agree right, right wing for life. Okay, we're trying to keep your right wing tendencies under wraps for another couple of weeks. This guy just happens to be called Reagan. It's not even spelled the same way. But he he is our fraudulent psychic from last week who runs Spirits and such, the exorcism company. And he wants Mob on the clock right after school. So he doesn't want Mob participating in any after-school activities. So basically, um, he calls up Mob and tries to convince him not to join the telepathy club. And a very hilarious back and forth ensues between the president of the telepathy club and Mob and Reagan, all sort of pushing and pulling Mob in different directions and trying to get him to do different things. And uh, the the grand finale of the episode is when the body the body improvement club. Who are just a bunch of Hold on. meatheads. We we didn't even get to the, like, that, the the exorcism yeah. part of that exactly because um, like most of the show, this whole con- convincing takes place over a couple of days, which means there's one day where he's like, "Fine, I'll think it over," but for now, I gotta go. I gotta go do, do my, my job. job. I gotta go bust some ghosts. So uh, yeah. Reagan and Mob dress up as high school girls and oh, go yes. to a private girls' academy where they've been called to do an exorcism. Um, and of course, Reagan gets called out for being a grown-up man in a high school girl's uniform. Mostly really because he doesn't legs. shave his legs. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas Mob is basically ushered in, kind of going, it's okay. We'll Stay keep away the from the pervert. Here. Um, so Mob, Mob goes in by himself, meets the clients, and I mean, he's not exactly great with girls. So he's very nervous and doesn't really know what to do or how to react. To and them. even when they're using sarcasm on it, and he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He's like, oh, thank you. No, that was sarcasm, you idiot. I wasn't complimenting you. But yeah, um, they don't. It's not really, like I like you or anything, God. They don't really take him seriously. Uh, but he does, in fact, manage to exercise the ghost in front of 
a whole like in front gym. of the basketball squad. Yeah, in a, in, in front of a whole gym full of girls. Um, this massive giant ghost. That oh, was... he's easily the size of I'd say sixty foot long subway subway sandwiches. Yeah. yeah, which is the only true unit of measurement. And then afterwards, they're obviously all really grateful, and then he goes home. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's great and then he goes home because he is part of the going home club yeah and then the next day he has to make the decision of does he join the t- telepathy club or not mm. but which gets inter- the decision gets interrupted by the vice president mm. he's all like I need this room because it's getting given to this group now the body improvement club and then Mob remembers his failure <laughs> as in, a human a, being in terms of his love life um, and he, and like he, his inability to do sport or anything yeah. that's not basically bending spoons with his mind. Basically, mm. the girl he was interested in didn't have so much interest in psychic stuff, but she was very impressed with the sporty guys. Oh, can run faster? Me likey. Yeah. yeah. You can lift heavy box? Oh, me likey. <laughs> so when it came to the choice, which club to join? Needless to say, Mob goes with the bodily improvement club. God, yeah, he wants to get that ripped ab bod. Which was... Absolutely hilarious because they build up the telepathy club. You know, maybe not so much the lackeys, but certainly the president. You get to know her character quite a bit. <laughs> it's even he's even more pathetic. Be, you think Bob's going to do the right thing, and then right at the last minute, he just turns on a dime and says, "Nah, sorry guys, I'm just going to join this this other club." Hey, he's just like new phone. Who this? Yeah, so presumably she comes back. Yeah, she is also in the telepathy cl- club. Considering this is all about you know psychic stuff. Yeah. It's, it's likely. You know what? I missed a few things in this that were in the last episode. They didn't even really? feature in this. Yeah. Like what? I mean, like the whole ghost bit. It was fine. I kind of wanted a bit more spiritually bits to it. Like, remember at the start of the first episode, there was a a small exorcism and stuff? Yeah. There, there was very little spiritual elements to this one. And there was absolutely no references to the fact that this is Salt City or Seasoning City or whatever it is. <laughs> seasoning City. I think it's Salt High School. No, no. It's Seasoning like seasoning City and then it was Salt High School. And there was That's... no more food bits. Didn't, I want like a pepper... Didn't the something. Girls Academy have uh, a name about High, a spice? It's just called like High Show or something. Or High yeah. Show. I don't think I had a unless that's like, unless it's like a sauce. I want a running motif that actually runs. I, I think high so might be some kind of sauce. Oh Possibly, really? Yeah. Um, uh, if it is, I'll be happy. But I want I want ones that I can understand because I'm a stupid man. Then I'm sure in the future there will be more episodes with. Mm. God damn it! I just want them to cater know. their content to, to to my every whim. Yes, because is that so much to ask for being the complete center of the universe? After all, all, all art that you don't enjoy should be made illegal. I have to say, though, one thing that I really, really loved about this episode was when uh, we saw Mob at the very, very start of the episode reading a manga with a very familiar character in it. With You mean a bald head and the same eyes? Uh-huh. Uh, which was very clear. That was a nice nod. It was very clearly One Punch Man. That was a nice nod. With Saitama on the page. That was lovely. Yeah. I absolutely love uh, Mob's reactions because <laughs> she's just because his oh. eyes cannot open further than halfway. <laughs> even even when he's surprised by something, he looks consistently unimpressed. <laughs> he just uh, looks so tired all the time. It's very very very. He's funny. such a fun like character design. Like his, his animation style is great. What did you guys think of the quality of this episode? Like the sound, the every other bit. Uh, anything anything stand out to you? Anything you just want to shout out? Go, hey, this was good because. Ooh, there was one bit. Um, Okay, the 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 ghost that he, that was exercised was painted over the the normal scenery with uh, acrylic or watercolors or something, and I thought that looked really cool. It was just streaks that kept changing, yes, and it went from like a vaguely humanoid shape to just this blob. That's oh, that was yeah. really nice. That was a nice that, transition. That brilliant. The art, the art style on this, like they put a lot of time into the art. 
even the intro alone has so many different art styles that's why this is definitely the show to watch yeah. definitely it's a great intro in general oh my god the intro is so good it's fantastic and the visual comedy in it is just fantastic like when Reagan is giving a shoulder exorcism to a man who has contracted a one click curse from a porn site so he's giving him a back rub so yeah essentially the guy comes in uh, Reagan makes up some sort of curse as, as an excuse to give him a proper massage and the animation on the guy's face at first he's furious and sort of says I don't want this and then once Reagan I'm not gonna pay you for this my shoulder isn't cursed yeah <laughs> once Reagan starts massaging him his face just lights up and it's oh it's just like oh my god in love. it's hilarious it's, it's, it's the same reaction from the, oh my god are those panties it's yeah. just like a this feels kind of good yeah and, and then, then he just beats him up like he lies down on a table and he should have gotten the crap kicked out of him with yeah. that hard he was, he was massaging but him. the guy really really enjoyed it and re- weirdly reminded me of uh, Food Wars oh Food Wars yeah it's very Food Wars-esque when people eat food that's so good their clothes explode off their body <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a great show in the second season that's coming out now sweet I haven't checked it out yet but I hope it will one moment that I thought was also fantastic. I know we kind of already mentioned that. Uh, what's the name of the, his love? His love interest has she, has she been named? Uh, probably she has been named. I cannot remember. So yeah, so is when him and his love interest are quite, obviously quite a bit younger, and they're at the playground, and he's he's bending spoons and things like that for her. She's like, "Oh my god, so cute!" And then he's like, "Yeah, check out this other thing." And then she just sort of goes. Yeah, I'm bored of this now. <laughs> and it's the most incredible thing you could possibly show someone. I should just so unimpressed. Oh, uh, I've seen that one trick before two seconds ago. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so, and then it's just so soul crushing because then someone just runs fast and she's more impressed by that. Hey, running fast is pretty cool. Yeah. And her, and her des- character design is just hilarious <laughs> because she's given every single Moe. Uh, you know, art, art. Um, oh, like trope. traditional style. Yeah, like you know the got... massive eyes, and she's constantly sort of sparkling. And, and all of her friends look like vegetables. Yeah, and her head is way too big for her body, and it's just great. <laughs> like if you were a real life person, you'd be like severely disabled. <laughs> yeah, but in ja- but in you're Japanese... so mutated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Japanese animation is definitely giving unre- unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah, I mean, mm. they expect me to be able to run fast. They're like they're physically impossible beauty standards. <laughs> yeah, and I can never get my hair to look that good. No. I've is, tried. Her hair does look fantastic. Mm. Any other little points you want to point out for this week? No? Another good episode of Mob Psycho 100. So you, do you guys feel it's kept the standard? Has it dipped slightly or is it I still improving? it dipped slightly, but not yeah. by very much. You know? I don't think it dipped, and I can't really tell yet where, where exactly it's going, except that we're waiting for Mop to explode, because it's now gone up to about mm. 40, 44? Something like that, yeah. It's yeah. pretty high. So, well... Yeah, it's not at half point yet, but I'm kind of curious to see what'll happen with that and what's actually triggering it because it seems kind of random at the moment. I think yeah. it's every time someone like treats him less than he should be treated or something like that. Yeah, it seems Possibly. to be like teenage stresses. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like maybe... when, he, when he has to work extra and he gets paid yeah. like a crap amount and then you just kind of see him like internalizing all the stuff he really should be expressing. Mm. Like the anger that he doesn't express kind yeah. of just bu- building up. I think they just need to be more up. jokes in this episode. That's what's what was wrong with I it. I laughed. I think I laughed more during this than the last episode. Actually. I don't know. The, the the second half of the first episode, I was in tears laughing. Yeah. I think it just didn't get get me to that point of where like it, it hurts so much. I'm laughing. I that's what this, I'm looking for. I'm this, looking for a show to make me feel actual physical pain. Yeah. This style of humor tickled me slightly more than last week, but I I love them both. 
and, and, and we've set up now we've set up the telepathy club we've set up the love interest we've set up uh, we've still got the monster of the week thing going on so there's, there's a few and the explosion is still there so there's multiple sort of strands of the world now that we can explore during the rest of the series so I thought it was I got high hopes high hopes high hopes so that was uh, our now playing segment and we continue to enjoy Mob Psycho 100 and so should you yeah but you know I mean and so should you you know one thing that you don't enjoy whatever you're about to talk about because it's time to let out the demon inside it's time for Ronan's Rants Ronan's Pissed ruin pre-prepared food like what the hell okay you get instant noodles that are already cooked just add boiling water and leave it sit you do nothing or you have a pizza that's frozen and you put it in the oven and you're like okay turn it up to a heat and leave it there for like 20 minutes don't do anything with it just make sure you get back to it you my dear donal (laughs) you are especially bad for this you're like you know what i really love cremating pizzas yeah i I don't feel well. I ate a pizza that was in the oven for far too long. Yeah, you're like, okay, we'll just watch like a movie. Then I'll go back and check for the pizza. Why is my pizza blackened? However, I want to point out that last week, his pizza was perfectly fine. There's only two things that are good blackened. And that's salmon and metal. No, hold on. It was perfectly fine. And Donald was there going, "Ah, that's not black enough. It's a bit raw. I just don't like my pizza when it's floppy. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell does that mean? I just... I like I like there to be a good crispy crunch to a pizza. You what want I've, your you want your pizza to be like hard. What I've learned from this week's experiment is that th- that particular brand of pizza that I keep buying is actually just not very nice no matter how much you cook it. <laughs> I thought I wasn't cooking it thoroughly enough, but in fact the base remains quite squishy while the top gets totally burnt. It's not a good pizza just because it has a stuffed crust. <laughs> also, it worried me because the last time I bought it, it had been made something like eight months prior to when I cooked it. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> and it contained perishable meat products <laughs> it was flash frozen though <laughs> I'm sure yeah but no freezing could be fast enough to keep pork fresh for eight months <laughs> <laughs> it's not slowly freezing it over eight months it does it in a couple of seconds I don't know man I just worry <laughs> I'm, I worry about your health. I, I'm worried that I'm suddenly poisoning my body with these terrible frozen pizzas you probably are yeah. and the coffee you drink yeah, and that's true. the monster you drink. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not going to live a very long life, and you're also <laughs> not going to live a very good life. And I'm certainly not going to live a very happy life. <laughs> but in the end, isn't that all you can ask for? Wow. Because the universe will literally give you nothing ever. You know, for a segment in which you rant, I'm feeling pretty down right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I came off feeling like the better man. <laughs> you know what always cheers me up? Random numbers between 1 and 170. It's the random number generator. As you can see, I'm very random. 1-8-19-256-733-2.5 This week's anime comes to you courtesy of the number 39. 39? 39, all right. Uh, 39 is Kamichu. How the hell do you spell that? K-A-M-I-C-H-U. Exclamation mark. Oh, fantastic. It's got an exclamation mark. It's about uh, fucking school. I will school. warn you, oh it is, it is, is about school. school girls. It's, it's three schoolgirls. Genres include comedy, drama, slice of life, supernatural, but not school. You'll be happy to hear. They're wearing school uniforms. Yeah, they're schoolgirls. <laughs> uh, Yuri Hitotsubashi. Wait, did you say that Hitotsubashi. was... Hitotsubashi. Did you say that was the genre, Yuri? 
No, this is, this, is, this, is, this is the synopsis. So close. She was just an average middle school student living in the city of Onomichi on Japan's inland sea. You've already lost me. In the easygoing times of the 1980s. I have seen the first episode of this. Have you? Yes. She spent her days worrying about exams and trying to get Kenji, the clueless boy she likes, to notice her. Ooh. I hate this already. I, yeah. I, I don't think we need anything more than that. When Senpai notices her, I know my heart will melt. I can't oh. wait to watch this. I'm so goddamn damn excited just kill me (laughs) that's what you have to look forward to next week so if you want to get involved with anime club watch Kamichu exclamation point (laughs) I will warn you from what I know about the show it didn't seem very good good. Um, you know what that's all the endorsement I need this is what we do a fabulous preview to get the listener involved and enthusiastic Uh, I dropped this show before. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I kind of pick it back up, I guess. God damn it. <sighs> that lack of theme tune you hear right now means it's the end of the game and the end of the show. Let's go to the phones for some catchphrases. I'm so disheartened with our choice. <laughs> Annie Mondays. Sleep is for the week. That's mm. true. I rarely get any. Yeah. Anna Mondays, free protection for your virginity. <laughs> and Anna Mondays, please... Let this end. Annie Mondays, where have all the flowers gone? <laughs> Annie Mondays, this is your life, and it's ending one day at a time. <laughs> I'm going to take the reins for a minute to plug our shit. If you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we're at Anna Mondays Pod, or you can email us at animondays at gmail.com. Please send us emails. I am so desperately lonely. <laughs> Seriously, just subscribe us to some kind of thing. Just I've do actually it. had a couple of uh, couple of listeners threaten us to uh, like send either emails in that are spam or to sign us up for things. And, Please uh, do. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> do preferably it. Russian Orthodox newsletters. That'd be nice. What? Yeah. The more religious, the better. No. Oh, I, I want I want nothing but horse facts. I want to get converted to something. I want to get converted to PDF. I just want something to believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, listeners. I just stole like an hour of your life. Lay down with dogs. Wake up with me. Good night, world! Adios. Later, animators. Good night.